With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Here's why Mike Tomlin's new contract signals a really aggressive draft strategy by the Steelers. Welcome to the Steelers update from Penn Live, where we keep track of all things Steelers so you don't have to. This is John Lucy reporting. Word that Steelers coach Mike Tomlin is now signed through the 2024 season ignited the typical polarized Pittsburgh reaction. According to the ongoing arguments among Steel City fans, Tomlin is either the best of coaches or the worst of them. And this was no ordinary contract extension given to Tomlin by these Steelers. It was for three years, the longest the team has given its coach since Tomlin's original contract, and it pays him a reported $9.5 million a year. That is right up there with the top coaches in the NFL. Not bad. And wholly unwarranted, according to a significant portion of Steelers Nation. Hey, if you focus on Tomlin's gaudy regular season win percentage, he's right up there with the NFL's elite, including immortals of the game. Among Steelers coaches, Tomlin is tops with 153-86-1 record. That's a 640 win percentage. Cower, he's 161-99-1, a 619 win percentage. And then there's Chuck Knoll at 209 wins, 156 losses, one tie for a 572 win percentage. But of course, the Emperor batted a thousand in those four Super Bowl wins. Now, should you be among the Steelers fans who choose to dwell on Tomlin's recent abysmal performance in the playoffs? It is another story. One not kind to the current coach and his underperforming Steelers playoff teams. A paltry three playoff wins in the last 10 years. That is never going to cut it in the so-called City of Champions. Hell, Pittsburgh fans expect three wins during a single playoff push. That's what it takes to get your team to the Super Bowl. And in Pittsburgh, this is the promised land and the Steelers have a divine right to enter it at will. Or so the arguments against Tomlin go. Yes, there is a segment of Tomlin haters among Steelers fans who will never be satisfied with their coach. 
But a more clear-thinking majority of the Tomlin-hesitant crowd argue that the coach with such a spotty playoff record should have been made to put up some postseason wins before getting all these years added on to his Steelers deal. It sounds reasonable, but only on the surface. It is a fact that Tomlin and his teams underperformed in the playoffs for going on a decade now. Worse, these postseason swoons were suffered by Steelers teams that were laden with talent, especially on offense, including a Hall of Fame quarterback in the form of Big Ben Roethlisberger. But they were stopped cold in the playoffs. And each time it pushed Pittsburgh into another long, bitter winter. Entry into seventh heaven, that elusive Steelers fans nirvana of a seventh Lombardi trophy on the north side trophy case, was denied for yet another year. This is the case against Tomlin and his rich extension. And while it is strong, it absolutely overlooks the current state of your favorite football team. Let me explain. The problem facing the Steelers as they enter the 2021 season is that your team does not possess anywhere near the same level of talent that Tomlin haters say he squandered in seasons past. The number one deficiency begins with the most important position in the NFL. I'm talking about quarterback. Yeah, Ben Roethlisberger has been signed by the Steelers for another couple of seasons. But we all know Big Ben came up small last season. He aged markedly, and it seemed foolhardy to expect him to be better this year. The NFL's new 17-game season poses a brutal endurance test for Big Ben's 39-year-old arm and body. If Ben broke down late last season after that mirage of an 11-0 start, what are his chances being another year older with the game versus the Seattle Seahawks tacked on to the Steelers' schedule? The Tomlin deal isn't a misguided reward from Art Rooney II for his coach's subpar playoff performance over the years. Instead, it is insurance the Steelers will be in steady, experienced hands as the franchise hit turbulent waters of transition. That is, transition away from Ben Roethlisberger to whoever will become the Steelers' franchise QB of the future. Call it what you will. Tomlin's contract is confirmation the Steelers are, in fact, rebuilding. It frees the Steelers' hands in this year's draft to do what is in the best interest of the franchise's long-term future, not what is needed to put a Band-Aid on this 2021 team to come. Unquestionably. The biggest need for the Steelers is answering the all-important question at sport's most important position, who will be the guy under center after Big Ben? If the Steelers believe that answer is in this draft, they now have the freedom to trade up to secure their franchise's future with a 
franchise quarterback. Now, will that happen? Much depends on how the draft board falls during the draft. But reports are that big-time trades will be made as the draft commences on the evening of April 29th in prime time. Just don't expect these Steelers, with Tomlin now cemented to lead the team's transition, to do the conventional thing in this draft. Namely, that would be locking in a running back or an offensive lineman at pick 24. What the Steelers need most in this draft, aside from that elusive franchise quarterback, is more picks. So if the Steelers can't get their man, expect them to trade back and collect more of those sacred draft selections. Yes, these picks would plug holes for 2021, but that cannot be the overriding objective. Plug-and-play players are safe, but they rarely hold the potential to develop far beyond what they've already shown in college. The Steelers need a few projects in this draft. Those are the players with potential to develop far beyond what they have shown so far. I believe the Steelers will swing for a few of these players. Freak athletes who haven't yet flashed all they are capable of on the field. All of this spells a very uncertain season for the Steelers in 2021. And this is precisely why the team wanted Tomlin securely in place. His job security no longer hinges upon what the Steelers do in the short term. The head coach's future is now aligned with the future of the Steelers themselves. As they go in moving beyond Big Ben, so will go Tomlin. These are uncharted waters ahead. Finding a franchise QB is as close to a crapshoot as there is in the NFL. A steady hand is needed. The Steelers have seen to this. Now they must find their quarterback of the future. It isn't an overstatement to say this is the only thing that really matters now. As for 2021, wouldn't it be ironic if it becomes the newly extended Mike Tomlin's first losing season as your Steelers head coach? If so, his critics will cry that the Steelers made a mistake in resigning him before he proves his playoff worth. But this is not about 2021 or the playoffs. It is about the franchise itself now. Tomlin's steady hand is needed for Pittsburgh's uncharted path ahead. The coach's new contract provides the Steelers with the best compass pointed toward long-term success. The deal also insulates Tomlin against whatever happens this year. 2021 isn't the important thing here. The franchise future is. If Tomlin and the Steelers get this transition right, the playoff wins, and even that elusive seventh Steelers Super Bowl will follow. Of course, the love him, hate him, Mike Tomlin debate is raging like never before in the Steel City in light of the extension. It was a surprise. Three years was maybe one too many, and the money is the money. It's, it's what you pay a top coach. But the debate is quintessential Steelers. They love the team. 
They're so-so on their coach, and they're divided against themselves on the question of this extension. And I have all the best takes about this raging debate in your Steelers Update podcast. So let's get right to it. Now, fans, I'm going to leave all the memes and terrible tile tweets for my Pen Live column, which comes out every Thursday morning on Pen Live. So make sure you check it out for contact that is not in this podcast, including those Tomlin memes and tweets all about this debate. But I believe this Tomlin quandary is best crystallized by dueling columns published simultaneously in the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette in wake of the extension. These diametrically opposed Steelers screeds, more than anything else I've read, symbolizes the Dickinsonian debate on Mike Tomlin. Either he is the best of coaches for the Steelers, or if not the worst of them, one who shouldn't have been so richly rewarded with this level of Steelers job security. Hear them both out, then you decide. First up, we have the PG's Paul Zeiss taking a decided wait-and-see approach on the Steelers' future of Mike Tomlin. He writes, quote, I just don't get why this extension had to happen right now. Tomlin was under the Steelers' control for this year and next year if they wanted. That means Rooney had two more seasons to see if Tomlin could get the team back on track. Tomlin's legacy is complicated and polarizing if the discussions about him on social media are any indication of how real Steeler fans feel. There are some who believe Tomlin is an amazing coach and should be absolutely untouchable and should have a contract for life. There are others who think he is terrible, one with someone else's players, and is way too friendly with his stars in order to ever lead the team anywhere special again. Then there are people who are capable of having a nuanced conversation about Tomlin, and that is never as much fun as dealing in extremes. But Tomlin's tenure and career needs to be scrutinized in a way that is both fair to him and also grounded in reality. Hey, I'll accept that from Paul Zeiss, and then he proceeds to do just that, backing up his words with facts. Again, Zeiss writes this in the Post-Gazette, quote, Tomlin won the AFC North division in three of his first four seasons as coach. He was 43-21 and 21 overall, 5-2 and two in the playoffs, and had been to two Super Bowls and won one. He was unquestionably headed to a Hall of Fame career. And actually, given he had a franchise quarterback in place just entering his prime, it seemed like he was headed for an all-time great accomplishment over the next decade. The thing is, that second part of his storied career hasn't happened. He has actually been rather ordinary by Steelers' standards and by the standards he has set. He has won four AFC North titles in the last 10 seasons and only three playoff games. And in those last 10 years, the Steelers were legitimate Super Bowl contenders once based on their playoff performance. And they got smoked by the Patriots in the AFC title game that year. Almost all of Tomlin's high-level success came in his first four years. And this past decade has left a lot to be desired. 
three playoff wins in 10 seasons with a Hall of Fame franchise quarterback is not good enough. To put it into perspective, there have been 14 teams who have won more playoff games than the Steelers since their last Super Bowl appearance, and three others have just as many wins. I don't think it is unfair to suggest a team with a Hall of Fame quarterback at least make some noise in the playoffs with more regularity than the Steelers have in the past decade. I'm not saying they should fire Tomlin, but I am saying they shouldn't have been so quick to sign up for essentially four more seasons of him. My suspicion is that four years from now, the Steelers will be still stuck in a place where they win more than they lose, but aren't terribly relevant when the playoffs begin. That is not who the Steelers claim they are, and not who they are supposed to be. Unquote. Strong stuff from Paul Zeise writing in the PG about why the Steelers should have not extended Tomlin now and taken a wait-and-see approach on their coach. Hey, if Paul Zeise is correct, then signing Tomlin was a mistake. But consider the alternative Steelers scenario as expertly argued by the PG's Jerry Dulac. He sees the long-term security and stability that Tomlin provides as the Pittsburgh franchise looks to rebuild as the most important consideration in the extension. And again, this is talking about finding your franchise quarterback after Big Ben. That is the only question that the Steelers must answer. Again, Jerry Dulac writes this on the pro-Tomlin approach that the Steelers took. Quote, What the Steelers are seeking to accomplish with Tomlin's new deal is stability. According to multiple sources on and around the team, the decision to extend Tomlin through at least the 2024 season comes at a time when the franchise has an unsettled future. It begins with Roethlisberger, who, from all appearances, is playing his final season with the Steelers. Even though he had one of the best seasons of his 17-year career, especially coming off major elbow surgery, it was a matter of much debate among Tomlin, general manager Kevin Colbert, and owner Art Rooney II if they wanted Roethlisberger to come back in 2021. Barring an AFC championship game or a Super Bowl appearance, it is unlikely there will even be a discussion about Big Ben in 2022. Also, the Steelers are unsure how long Colbert, age 64, will continue to stay on as general manager. Under an agreement with Rooney, he has been operating on a one-year contract for the past five years. Colbert recently signed another one-year deal that keeps him with the team through the 2022 draft, but there is no guarantee he will remain in his role after that. Roethlisberger and Colbert have had as much to do with the Steelers' success since 2004 as any other duo. Losing both, possibly at the same time, would represent a seismic shift for a franchise whose foundation has been built on stability. According to sources, the move to keep Tomlin for at least four more seasons helps ensure stability at a time when some semblance of continuity will likely be needed. The bottom line for Jerry Dulac is this. Giving Tomlin a new deal is more about what he can do going forward during this 
unsettling period of transition for your Steelers. Unquote. Great stuff. Again, from Jerry Dulac arguing the pro Tomlin side for this extension. That's the case for sticking with the coach through thick and thin. But stability cannot be those patented Pittsburgh non-losing seasons under Tomlin. The 8-8, eight and eight, the 9-7, and seven, just to save face. This must be about gearing up and gritting through a rocky 2021 to build a Super Bowl contending franchise around the next franchise quarterback who can bring a Lombardi to Pittsburgh once again. That is the Steelers' standard, and one thing Mike Tallman has always said is, the standard is the standard. Tomlin will now have a chance to put a Lombardi where his mouth is and prove a significant percentage of his haters in Pittsburgh wrong. Put up or shut up, coach. The Steelers and the franchise's future are in your hands. And that is your Steelers update for now. The podcast is fresh every Wednesday afternoon, so download the audio wherever you download your favorite podcast or make it easy. Just sign up so you get it automatically fresh every Wednesday. And of course, log on to penlive.com anytime for your real-time Steelers news.